Hey there, I'm Pastor Terry. Thanks for stopping by the Grace for Your Journey podcast. If you want to live bigger, love better, and know God deeper, you have absolutely landed at the right spot. You see, here at Grace for Your Journey, we believe three things firmly and completely. The entire Bible addresses all the questions about life. We really believe that. Second, when God's Word is presented from a positive, encouraging perspective, it actually draws people to the Lord, and it doesn't push people away. And then third, we know without a doubt a life rooted in biblical truth is the happiest life you can ever live. (laughs) So sit back and enjoy this edition of Grace for Your Journey. Hey there, welcome to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Terry. Thank you so much for stopping by. It is great to have you. Well, we've been going through John, and and we've been in John 14, 15. Now we're moving into John 16. Let me remind you of some key points that bring us up to today's thoughts and lessons on Grace for Your Journey. One, Jesus in John 14 talked about some very clear things. He said, I'm going to go away to heaven. I'm going to prepare you a place that when your life is over here, you get to come be with me. Remember, he's not building you a cabin back on the back 40. He's adding on to the big house and bringing you in there. He talked about loving each other. He said, this is how all people are going to know that you walk with me if you love one another. Not that you believe exactly the same, dress exactly the same, go to the same kind of church, listen to the same kind of music, uh, eat the same kind of foods. That's not what he said. He said, people will know you walk with me and you're following me if you love each other. Then another thing he made very clear in John 14 and 15 is that he and the father were one. Now, why did he do that? He did that so you could trust him. When you pray to Jesus, you're praying to God the Father. They are they are connected. We call this the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And then he encourages us in John 15 to make a difference. He said, look, you got to make a difference in your life. You haven't been redeemed and saved and brought into the family to do nothing. You're expected to make a difference for the kingdom of God. And it's a joy to do it. It's not a burden. It's not a drag. It doesn't pull you out of your element. God put you together just like he did to use you in a way um, that won't seem weird or odd to you, but will be natural for you to be used. And Jesus taught that. Then he taught that the Holy Spirit has come to live inside of you. And he has come to live inside you because he's the spirit of truth. He's going to point you to the truth for salvation. In other words, if the spirit of God is drawn you, you're going to choose Jesus over Buddha, Confucius, Muhammad, etc., etc., etc. The Holy Spirit's going to point you to the truth. Then, after you come to know the Lord, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you and consistently then leads you in the truth. So, that is all what what has been said in the background. Now, Jesus, because he loves us, puts up a warning sign. Have you ever driven someplace you've never been before and it's night, the roads are bad, and you're and you're not really sure about the terrain, and you're looking for those big yellow signs that talk about, uh, you know, a steep downgrade or an upgrade or a sharp curve or a hill or a cliff to your right or to your left. Those road signs really become um, really your salvation in some way, right? They, they help you stay safe on the journey, they warn you that, well, there's trouble ahead if you're not careful. So Jesus puts up a big road sign right here, and it's a big one, and it's a serious one, and it's sort of a downer, but you got to consider the perspective. He's doing it to help us and to warn us, not to hurt us. So in John um, 16, the Bible says this, Jesus says, I have seen all these things, or I've said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. All the stuff I've said in 14 and 15 is to remind you, when things get tough, don't fall away from the faith. I'm not going to pull you out of the world and insulate you from it. Listen, Jesus said, I'm going to be with you through it. 
And so he said, I've said all these things to keep you from falling away. And I said, they will put you out of the synagogues. That's coming. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think they're doing God a service. <laughs> Jesus says to his followers, look, there's going to be people coming to kill you and they think they're doing God a favor by killing you. Now, here in the 21st century, we've seen that before. We've seen planes crash into buildings. We've seen schools and buses blown up with children in it. And the people doing it really believe they're doing God a service. We've seen Christian churches bombed and grenaded and tacked. I mean, the Coptic Christians in Egypt are almost gone because of persecution. We've seen persecution come into the church. And Jesus says, look, this is coming. Be ready. Don't fall away because these people really think they're doing the work of God. Then he goes on. He says this. And they will do these, they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. They're going to do them because they're not of God. So here's the road sign for us in the 21st century. Tough times may come our way. Now they're not, I don't think we're anywhere near, you know, people being shot in the street and that kind of stuff because they're Christian, but other types of persecution may come. As you begin to walk with the Lord, people may distance themselves from you. As you begin serious about your faith, people may walk a little bit further away from you. You may lose some friendships over walking with the Lord. And that happens at every stage of our life. It's not just high school kids who, who choose to walk with the Lord. It happens with adults as well. Now, you may not experience that, but it, possibility you will. And you may, you may experience a persecution at work. Maybe somebody gets a promotion because you don't, and you don't because they party and go out and do things with the boss that you're like, hey, you know, I, that sort of was my life, but now I'm, I'm sort of living this way. I'm not condemning you. I'm just, you know, I'm sort of living this way and not that way. And, and so you start to get passed over at work. Some persecution begins, begins to come. Now look, Jesus says in verse four of this, he says, but I have said these things to you that when the hour comes, you may remember that I told you what I told you. I do not say these things, I did not tell you these things from the very beginning, beginning of his ministry, because I was with you then. And then of course he goes on and says, I'm, I'm going to leave you, I'm going to be gone, so you have to be warned. Now the great news is when Jesus left, the Holy Spirit came and took up residence in our life. So, grace for your journey, here it is. Honor God, follow him, stand firm, and guess what'll happen? You'll find grace for your journey and joy in the midst of the struggle. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you and we thank you for today. Be with us, Father, as we live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.